we were thinking of it as a language uh, acknowledgement um, inspired by land acknowledgements. But we're really looking to capture accents, voices, and just the different ways people express themselves through voice. Whether or not you have a language that feels unique to you, um, your voice is, is welcome to be a part of this. Um, you can call 314-470-8445. Again, that's 314-470-8445. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. If you were tasked with creating a sound portrait of St. Louis, what would you include? Maybe the rumble of trucks over potholes, the cheering crowd and the fireworks when the Cardinals hit a home run, the crickets chirping in Tower Grove Park. Conceptual artist Akena Ijoma and his poetic justice group at MIT Media Lab have a different idea. Their new project, Accounting, features the voices of residents of cities around the world. Each city's sound portrait seeks to capture the many different languages spoken within that city, and it creates a sound mosaic of those voices counting, one by eins by ek. Uno. Dos. Three. Half. Pint. Six. Seven. Eight. Neuf. Dix. Onze. Chivish. Thirteen. Fourteen. And that is from the brand new St. Louis chapter of the Accounting Project. That's because last week, thanks to the work of the Contemporary Art Museum St. Louis, St. Louis got to join this series. And joining us today to tell us more about it is Akena Ijoma. Akena, welcome. Hello, Sarah. Good to be here. So St. Louis is your latest chapter, but you've done these sound portraits in, in other cities. Where did it all begin? Yeah, accounting started in New York um, as part of an exhibition at the um, at the Museum of the City of New York uh, last fall. And so how did you initially track down all the voices that you were looking for? Well, the project is ongoing, so we're still including um, the voices of anyone who participates. Um, we started out by posting um, ads on Craigslist for people to call the hotline and, and record themselves counting to 100 in their languages. And then uh, it went on to word of mouth, and then we went on to um, posting on social media and et cetera. So you were able to get a huge number in New York City. I guess that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody just how many languages are spoken in that city, but it, it feels like you really managed to represent a whole bunch. Yeah, we got close. Uh, we're nearly at 100, but there's over 600 languages that are spoken in New York City, so we have a lot more to go. So still 500 to go. Wow. Coming into St. <laughs> Louis, do you have any sense of just how many uh, you'd need to capture here to capture the full mosaic? Um, well, it's not just about the languages. Uh, I don't know how many languages are spoken in um, St. Louis specifically, but we're really looking to capture accents, voices, and just the different ways people express themselves through voice, hmm. through their own voices. So if people look at this on the Contemporary Art Museum website here and they say, oh, the language I speak is already accounted for, um, that doesn't mean you're not interested in them participating. 
correct. Yeah, we're interested in the different ways people speak each one of these languages based on their gender and identity. Each each person is going to speak English differently, and etc. I noticed uh, even in St. Louis, as new as this project is, um, you've gotten some calls with some unknown languages. What is the process like when there's one that it's not immediately clear uh, what language it is? Well, that doesn't mean it's not clear. That just means someone hasn't listened to it um, to see what language has been recorded. So what happens is when someone calls, um, the system doesn't know what the language is until um, a participant um, or a volunteer listens to the call and listens to the person saying what language they're going to speak. So that just means it hasn't been identified by someone yet. Okay, so for me, we- sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we invite the public to not just record, but also transcribe all the calls. So all that is done by the community. So if something comes in, um, it doesn't end up getting, it's not categorized until somebody from the community does that piece of it as well. Right, correct. And so what's your thinking on that? Um, Why involve the community not just in, in leaving their recordings, but also in trying to categorize others? Well, we wanted to, um, I think it like gives more stewardship into the artwork. We wanted to give more ownership into how those language and voices of their city are represented and for also people to listen to each other in a different way. Hmm. Now, one thing about this project that I think is pretty cool, um, so you make a point of not just including indigenous voices to the region, but you also want to have them come first. How so? Well, uh, we were thinking of it as a language uh, acknowledgement um, inspired by land acknowledgements, which is to say that the that is the first language of the the region uh, that the city edition is on. So we wanted to start with that language. And so, have those been hard to acquire? Yes, and New York City was difficult. Um, just because, um, so we worked with, we partnered with, uh, for example, in New York City, the Lenape Center, and also the Takwe Lenape Project to um, include recordings of Lenape. And one of the recordings they sent, the first recording, was of Nora, uh, Nora Thompson Dean. And Nora Thompson Dean died in 1984 as one of the last um, speakers of the Unami dialect. And so it was difficult because this uh, project is focused on people calling in. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and us then working with recordings that are um, contributed via phone. And we hadn't thought about, um, we hadn't thought about, you know, a contribution coming from someone that wasn't living. So it really um, gave just the violence of, of the, the loss of language and the loss of a people that happens um, through the process of assimilation. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like it really hit that home. So and, you, and why it was so different, yeah. Because I, I didn't think we wouldn't be able to find someone that was living that would be able to represent it in the way that they wanted their language to be represented. And so you made room for that voice even though it came in um, in not the way you originally had in mind. Yes, yeah, we, we have to. Um, yeah, we, we had to. And I think that it won't be the last case 
Um, we also did in include other voices that we recorded as part of the Talking, Talking Lenape project. So you'll hear um, Lenape all throughout the, the New York City edition. And for some numbers, uh, we didn't have recordings for those numbers, so we just left uh, it silent. So you just see the word, but you don't hear the number. And that was a way of just um, creating space for that. Hmm. Do you imagine it'll be a, uh, an equally big challenge to try to get some of the voices indigenous to the St. Louis area? It could be. Um, we're still in the process of doing outreach, but um, we hope to include some of the voices of the Osage, the Miami, and the, the Sioux. Well, this is a good time to mention that if you're interested in contributing to the St. Louis project, uh, that is welcome. Whether or not you have a language that feels unique to you, um, your voice is, is welcome to be a part of this. Um, you can call 314-470-8445. Again, that's 314-470-8445. Um, and that's a great way to add your voice to this project. And if you want to um, get more information about this, you can find that on the Contemporary Art Museum. St. Louis website. That's camstl.org. Um, Ekana, I'm curious to hear just a little bit more about the idea behind this project. I understand you're a first-generation Nigerian-American. Um, is that part of what fueled your interest in these different languages being spoken here in the U.S.? Yeah, and that and also living in New York City and just knowing how many languages are spoken in the city, but how many of them you don't hear. Mm -hmm. I think in any one place at any time, I think maybe the most I've heard is three, but that's nothing in comparison to the hundreds, you know, over 600 languages that are spoken here. And then when we look at the census, um, in many ways, it's historically undercounted um, marginalized communities. And if we're thinking about the census, which is more or less supposed to represent what a whole means, what a whole looks like in the United States. And only, um, you know, 42 of those, you know, the census records over 1,300 language, but only reports 42 of them. And just hmm. thinking about how is that a full representation and how can we create a full representation? Maybe it means that to count to a whole, which is 100, um, that we have to do that with all the languages that are existing in this uh, city. And so it was that that's sort of where it came from. Hmm. And so now you're beyond New York, you're going to places that maybe aren't quite as rich of a melting pot. Does that end up changing uh, the commentary of the project? Um, I think we'll find, well, you know, I don't know. I, I think we'll find that places are more diverse than they seem. Hmm. And I, I think that's what I hope to see is whether, um, well, you know, the melting pot works geographically, but this, because this project is based, you know, on the phone and on the web, it, it can cross uh, those lines, those boundaries, and then we can, you know, hear from more voices that aren't um, constrained uh, by those geographic boundaries. So I think we hope to hear um, more of what that could sound like if, if it were a melting pot, or rather if it were a fruit bowl. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great <laughs> metaphor right there. Well, Ekenda Ijoma, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing about this project, Accounting. Thank you. 
And again, if you want to contribute to the St. Louis version of this, uh, you can call 314-470-8445. We also encourage people to go to camstl.org to check it out. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.